If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Bet River Sportsbook, your home for betting on Game 3 in the NBA Finals. And three's the magic number when you bet on any player's total three-pointers prop bet you get a free bet for every three made in the game see the site for details bet on the threes in game three and score yourself free bets at betrivers.com or on the bet rivers app all right so the golden state warriors tie up the nba finals at one apiece last night i mean that the game was over with at the end of the third quarter how many times have we had a coach and a team wave the white flag with a full quarter of basketball to go in an nba finals game and that was a two-point game at halftime fast forward 12 minutes it's a 23-point game and it's over We'll see you on Wednesday night. And that's how quickly a series can change. Again, like Golden State, they were up 87-72 late third quarter in game one. Celtics could not miss. And I don't know if it was based on what you said earlier. They were happy to get one game out of the two in San Francisco and go back home tied at one apiece. That played a role. You're stuck in the same city for, with this weird schedule, how they've changed things. You know, you're, you're stuck for a couple of days. Um. It certainly appeared okay. Mission accomplished. They also did a horrible job running their offense. Oh, so bad. I couldn't believe what I was watching last night. Um, Golden State made adjustments, but you, sure. you saw how many w- good wide-open threes they had and how well their supporting cast played in game one. Al Horford didn't take a shot in the first half. Uh, the others didn't do much. I, did he even have an, have an opportunity no. to take a shot? Yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, you know, Tatum playing hero ball. Tatum having a rough game. Brown, the same thing. Yes, uh, right. What was he, 5 of 17 or something? Yes. And Tatum uh, minus thirty six in the I can't get over that minus thirty six, plus minus, and uh, 
you know, the other thing I think it continues to be important and point out, turnovers have got to stop. It's too much. It's ridiculous. It's a close game at halftime, and yet Golden State had 13 points off Boston live ball turnovers, and I'm very concerned about the uh, the health of Williams. I mean, he doesn't. He, he's, he's certainly hurt, and he's not even close to 100%, and now in a game where he only plays 14 minutes, and he's down on the floor for two or three moments where he yeah. takes a long, long time to get up. You wonder how he's going to fare in the rest of this series. The Tatum minus 36 is the uh, worst for any player on the plus-minus side in a finals game in the play-by-play era. Yes. Horrendous. That, that's how bad it was last night. Again, so, I, I said so. this earlier. I think there was one player who played well last night for the Celtics. That's Derek White. That's okay. it. That, that's for, the other thing, that's a whole different ball game. This is not Miami. Miami had a great regular season, and I know they were the one seed, but Miami had a ton of injuries in that series, too. He didn't have Hero. Lowry's hurt. Bam was inconsistent, and Butler was playing hurt, too. So to survive with what they had, and they should have won that series in five anyways. That shouldn't have gone to seven. But we have seen this in the last five games. You see the good and the bad, as Gary Washburn said when he was on the series. You're seeing the good and the bad every game, every half with Boston. Yes, you are. There are moments of brilliance and that huge comeback and the great performance in the fourth quarter of game one, and then there was that bleep show yesterday. Sure. And that, that, that fourth quarter, it should be the third quarter. Now, Paulie, I, I don't know if this third quarter trend continues on Thursday night. In fact, I probably will not be on it in that game because it's going to be a Boston home game. But the Warriors in the third quarter, again, to go out there and outscore them by 21 points in the third, again, turning a two-point game into a 23-point game and the game's over with, that's the best like third quarter differential in the history of the NBA Finals. I believe that was a stat that we saw last night. And look at this now, how it goes back. It was really a thing for a long time. Yes. Regular season and postseason. But that's who they are. That's, that's what they've been like under Kerr. Now, this, this went on until 2019 because it was after that year. That's when they lost to Toronto, by the way, in the finals. After that year was the pandemic. And then last year was when they got beat out in the playing game by the Lakers. So this year now, Clay back, although, boy, feel sorry for that guy. Yeah. You I wonder if he'll ever, you'll never be the same player. I, I'm more, I'm convinced. Well, been in the league now for what ten years. Well, that, that, to come back come from in, that I, injury, that's, I don't know if he can either. I mean, it's just not even. This, he'll never be the same defensively. Uh, defensively that, that ever. Know. No, I mean he's one of eight at the half. Yeah, but he what was he? He was four of nineteen. They blew yep. him out. Yeah. Ah. So if he has, and again, he can have a throwback game, maybe two of them, but it's not going to be every single game. Looney, I thought, played well again last night. Sure. Wiggins did not shoot well, but I thought Wiggins was all over the court. I thought he was a menace. I thought the intangibles really kicked in for him. And then you kind of saw, like, you know, the Celtics, to your point again, of, like, trying to find the mismatch on defense. Gary Payton comes back in the game, and uh, he kind of changes things there defensively because they can switch so well and put him on the, the primary ball handler, and, like, that's a different ball game all yeah. of a sudden. It's not Steph Curry. Yeah, it will probably flip. Boston will be great, and they'll blow him out in game three. Mm-hmm. Warriors will extend their streak, one in a road game in the series, and we'll go back 2-2, and it'll become a best of three. Yeah, that's what I see happening, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. But that's, uh, yeah, be nice to get a close game. An- another major problem with Boston, and this has been an ongoing theme now throughout the playoffs, just the unforced errors, the turnovers. Yeah. It's so, it's, you can clean this up seven at the end of the first quarter. And, you know, good point from uh, Lionel Hollins earlier, about a half an hour ago. He said if they took care of the ball in the first quarter, they could have actually taken, like, control of the game. Instead, they trailed by a point in the first quarter. Jason Tatum had to address that and talked about Draymond Green after the game last night. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we know what Draymond brings to the game. Uh, and I, I love that about him. You know, I, obviously, I played with him. And, you know, uh, you know, we tried to match that. And I just kind of felt like we weren't getting the benefit of the doubt, you know, when we were trying to play with that, you know, physicality. Uh, you know, we do got to take, you know, better care of the ball. They got a lot of points off that, off our turnovers. Uh, you know, that's something we got to be better, uh, you know, for next game. Because uh, we know, you know, throughout the playoffs, the games that we have high turnovers, um, you know, we kind of result into a loss. So that's definitely a point of emphasis, <clears throat> taking care of the ball uh, for next game. Bunch of them last night. Minus 36 for that guy. Horford wasn't taking shots. Marcus Smart nope. did nothing on offense. Too much of that. Now, what is that? That's one thing. What is this meltdown, it seems, on a regular basis with a bad quarter? Game one against Miami. A couple times in the Milwaukee series. Yeah. Uh, for fourth quarter against Miami, game seven. Uh, g- g- a first qu- Yeah, first quarter of game three. It was a third quarter of game one against Miami. First quarter, game three against Miami. Yeah. What what happened here again yesterday? I mean, what, what, what's going on? You're too good. But I think I, I still think they'll win the title. But they got to take care of the ball and, and do a better job. But that that's a big if right now. You, you, the these the third quarter issues, mm-hmm. the bad quarter, which continues continues to rear its ugly head, and then uh, silly and sloppy turnovers, yeah. and then the health about Williams. Maybe uh, maybe Golden State will get it done. After a loss in this postseason, the Warriors are 5-0, and uh-huh. beating their opponents by an average of 15.4 points per game. That's fifth highest across the past 50 seasons. The uh, team that's number four on that list this year is Boston Celtics, beating teams on the road by an average of 15.5 points per game. Or off of a loss, I'm sorry. And that's where Boston's going to be in coming up on Wednesday night. You like the schedule? How we go Sunday, Wednesday? We're back on a something like a normal schedule. Friday, yes. Monday? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I think Colorado finishes it off tonight. I know you're going to hockey here and Eddie mm-hmm. Olchek coming up. But to be 6-0 and on the road, and like Boston, they've been better on the road. But uh, and you wonder where Edmonton's head's at, too. I mean, oh, it's a great atmosphere and environment there. But you overachieved. You surprised a lot of people getting to the conference finals. I, the loss of Kadri's big, but you don't have Kane as he's suspended. Look at that. 6-0 Sportsnet stats. 6-0 and on the road. 30 goals, 15 allowed. And the power play is 37%. Mm. Oh, is that strong? And then they're doing this with a backup goalie. Yep. He's played well. And you go shut out and then only give up one a minute, 30 seconds in, and then only allow one goal the rest of the way. Great job, Colorado. They are $2 here to win the Stanley Cup. And they were a $3 favorite if that is the matchup against the Rangers, according to Circus Sports. So how surprised were you by what, by what happened in Game 3 when the Oilers scored in 38 seconds by McDavid and that was they only had one goal the rest of the way? Yeah, shocked. The last two games. And then they get shut out in Game 2 after the 8-6 uh, game we had in Game 1. I don't want to completely overreact, but I will ask the question, any chance that Colorado is better with the backup goalie than Kemper? No, uh, no, I like Kemper. I just think there's been more of an emphasis on defense, and that was more what, what you paying attention to what the coaches were saying after eight six uh, that they've done a great job on these guys. Uh, you got to come right back with no dry side or no goal minus one thirty five hasn't scored in the series. McDavid to have a point seven seventy dry sidles four twenty. McKinnon's three thirty. BTTS is plus one fifteen goal in the first five plus one fifty first ten minus two ten. 
shut out and plus 950. Both teams to score twice is $3 or get at least two goals minus $3. That over, could be overall, the total is seven. Yep. And how this series flipped after game one. Don't mess around, though. And I, I think that's why they take them out because they've been so good on the road. And the fact that they did that against uh, St. Louis and they know you get it. Do you see when game one starts? It's next Saturday. Is that right? That's what they, they showed a commercial last night. It said Stanley Cup Finals, game one, the 18th. That's next Saturday. They're going to have that much time off? So the series could be over with what's tonight? The, the sixth? And then you see when the Rangers... We're talking about 12 days eight. in between games? Oh, my God. Think wow. about that. Okay. So get it done here. Uh, I do, Paul, I do not want to lay $1.75 with Tampa Bay in game four. Do you? Dollar seventy-five. Yeah, they look old. I know they were great yesterday, but the season was on the line, and that was listen. Uh, P- Pittsburgh is kicking themselves, and I know a lot of people are angry at the Penguins because you let Nestor, uh, Nestor, you let Igor off the hook, and now this this turnaround here by the Rangers and to win all these home games, and now they're a dollar forty series favorite. Tampa just it, that makes sense though. You played an extra season. With all these playoff games the last three and years. And eventually it catches up with you. That's right. And it looks like that finally got him here. I feel like I they say that old. almost every single day when the Rangers are on the road. Wait, the Rangers are how high again today? Yeah. And just like, uh, boy. All right, so follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll recap the betting action from the weekend. Upsets, line moves with win some, lose some. Next. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. 
And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Colorado to win 4-2 was 24-1 at Bet Rivers. They have uh, exact score first period and game of every uh, playoff game avalanche oilers goal in the first five cash plus 150 and btts in the first period plus 115 exact score yesterday 3-2 tampa was 20 to 1 friday night kucher off to score the first goal plus 750 friday mlb favorites went 12 and 3 and 12 and 3 to the over as well yesterday road teams went 12 and 3 ufc volkov to win in round one was 10 to 1 Almeida by knockout plus 750 and a win in round three, 18 to 1. Kowalkowicz by submission 11 to 1 and win in round two, 15 to 1. Blanchfield by submission 4 to 1 to win in round two, 7 to 1. Last night, Wiggins first three and first made field goal, 8 to 1 on both. Highest scoring quarter, Warriors cash minus 135, and they went over three pointers again, 28 and a half combined, and uh, very important threes in garbage time in that one. Alt under, 208.5, plus 180, no problem. And the alt spread, Warriors minus 10.5, paid plus 235. Curry have the most points, plus 110. Morton, Charlie Morton is now 10-1 and one to the over on the season. 11 starts, 10 yeah. of them have gone over. Yeah, don't look now, but it's uh, pretty automatic at this point. Yep. Has been so far. Phillies 15-1 to one in play, down four in the bottom of the eighth. They beat the Angels in a Kobe Bryant rookie jersey. At auction, sold for $2.3 million. Oh, my God. The, the memorabilia industry and, and stuff, that I, I, I can't believe it. Well, again, an item like that is only worth what somebody's willing to well, pay for. Well, that's true, right. And in this case, somebody's willing to drop $2.3 million on yeah. something like that. Yeah. Subscribe, be part of the team. Beeson.com, our radio and podcast friends. Eclectic mix, as always, with the videos. This is this got out of hand. I mean, th- this is, I can't believe this. At an, at an airport, 
They overbooked their flight by 30 passengers. There was a bidding war about what they were giving up, and it went on for about an hour. And they want, some person got, uh, one individual got 3,500 plus hotel for volunteers to give up their seats after this bidding war. If you have the time to do that, oh, right? To take another night, stay at a hotel they're going to give you, and, and nothing fly out going the next on. Day. Yeah, yeah, if you're right, retired right. or extended sure. vacation, it's like, okay, let's start the insanity. Right? Um, my father in law is retired. He will do this every single time. In yeah. fact, he's told his wife before, you go ahead, you fly without me, I'll see you tomorrow. And they agree to do it. All right. It's, but 3500 why not? That, yeah, never heard of that. Yeah. Right. Uh, new new uh, Twitter account I found over the weekend, House Porn. I mean, there, there will be plenty of these. will be. We can do these every day. Look, you got the little, little fire pit in the room, the bedroom with the bed. Beautiful view. And there's like a tree in there, too. What they got some concoction in there. Some of these will just be amazing with what they have. And some dog videos. How about this dog spotter here working out at the gym? The gal's doing the push-ups, and the little guy comes in, or the big fella in this case, gets in the shirt, tries up to give her a lick. It's like the guy doing the bench press. When the dog comes in, the puppy jumps up and starts licking his face as he's doing the bench press. The dog's now, coming Jordan, down to take her to the ground. Does Jordan do this to you when you're at home working out? I used to. Yeah, he used to when he was a puppy. Yeah, same here. Up. Both my dogs. Get on the floor, do some push-ups or maybe some sit-ups, whatever, yeah. right over to the face. Come on, let's play. Yeah, and then the, the ex would have the video where she's doing, like, the exercise, and you put it on the TV, and you would jump up and bite your shorts. You'd like to play and do yeah. that, too? Yeah, you can't do it. Uh, we had a flooding. Uh, this is an incredible scene here. Flooding going on. The, di- the, the guy's on a bike, and then he's hauling his dog, who was on a surfboard, yeah. <laughs> going through. You know what we do around these parts when it floods? <laughs> Hop on the bike, grab the surfboard. Uh, okay. That's creative. I'm all for it. Let's go. That guy's got no problem. He's got it. Lose some. Again, we're living in society. These animals, the feet here. Guy at the Phillies game. Uh, or the gal. Feet up on, on the feet, uh, on the uh, seat in front of her. Or them. And uh, as you said, you don't have to circle it. We, we can see it. But, <laughs> we but can thank see you, though. It. But thank you for sending it in. <laughs> yes. About that. So you got to shame these people. Yeah, Absolutely. And this, I can't, again, it's so bad on air on an airplane. Barefoot and the feet up on the armrest of the person in front of I mean, where's you? Think of your fellow human being here. Oh, they never Oh, not to mention the stench. God knows how what that could smell like. Yeah. To to think you Uh, imagine if the dogs are barking, seriously. Sure. Yep. And this is uh, this is a scene. Guy's mowing his lawn in the rain, and it's coming down pretty good. Accumulation. And he's mowing his lawn. Okay, why not? Might as well get after it here. Hey, how you doing, neighbor? I mean, the one guy's going to splash him here. If you see see the puddle there on the side when he gets to the other part of the lawn. Crazy. Bad beats, plenty of them. How about one in college baseball? UConn and Maryland, the total was 14 and a half. It was 3-2 in the bottom of the seventh. Three in the bottom, four in the bottom of the eighth, three in the top of the ninth. 10-5 final. Saturday, the Giants' first five. They led the Marlins 4-0 in the fifth. You couldn't cash. Friday, the Red Sox total was seven. It was four nothing in the bottom of the eighth and went over. Yesterday, the Angels to win. How about plus run and a half? Six two in the eighth, seven six in the ninth. Three run shot. Phillies walk it off nine seven. Braves run line. Yesterday, they were up eight four bottom of the eighth. They won eight seven. And the Tatum points and rebounds prop over. He got hooked in both. As he was, he had it was twenty eight and a half. He had twenty eight and then was pulled in the blowout in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. 
claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with code 250MATCH. Learn more. BetRivers.com. It came to an end. We had a loser over the weekend, but a standing ovation to what the uh, the Lightning were able to do here. The longest streak in any sport to win 18 in a row off a loss going back. And look at this from Sportsnet Stats again. Look at that playoff streak. One of the most insp- impressive streaks in NHL history. Forget about that. It's it's in sports history. It was 60 games. Mm. The last time they lost back-to-back playoff games was to Columbus when yeah. they got swept in, two, what was it, nine, whatever it was, 2000. Yeah. Yeah. We will likely never see this again. Absolutely. For it to go 16 in a row? 60 games. Yep, that long? Overall, like three seasons now. Come on. And here's how it sounded. Uh, Dave Mishkin with the call, the game winner uh, yesterday for Tampa Bay. Back for Hedman. The center ice and Kucherov up the right wing. Across the blue line, pops to Stamkos left circle. Stamkos, shoot, save made by Shesterkin. Rebound to Chernak right point. Left point Hedman. Across ice feed. Pallant! Touch pass from Kucherov. 3-2 lightning with 41.6 seconds left in the third. Wow. What a pass. <laughs> Always kind of catches you off guard when it happens like wow. that. Yeah. I thought for sure we're Under going to overtime. Yep. yep. Save their season for the time being. You, you think they're too high in game four tomorrow, $1.75, but that's, again, a resilient group. But to be down oh, 2 sure. nothing, well, mm-hmm. the, the penalties were stupid. But every goal in the game, except the game winner, was on the power play. Uh, but uh, they, they dominated the game, and, and uh, certainly Shesterkin almost stole one. So some feedback here that we're getting on Twitter and email. This is from Aaron Moore, who does a really good job writing for VSIN Point Spread Weekly, which you can get every week at vcin.com slash subscribe. Really good on futures on uh, Better Call Saul. Even if they didn't shoot in time for Robert Forster, a minivan with darkened windows can pull up to the same location as it was for Jesse. That's also, true. Also, Kim can not die. It is more painful for Saul to have a less fantastical ending for her as it was for Howard. Kim not dying is a worse ending for her. Just like there was a worse scenario for Ned Beatty in Deliverance than dying. Mm. That's his opinion on the situation. Okay. You agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this I is, would be surprised if, she, if they kill her. The writers. So would I. That would be yes. I, I personally she, am. And people love her now. I mean, it is really. Oh, oh, yeah. It's not new. I think she's going to win awards. She better. This is from uh, Dave, FTM Army, North Division. Love the breakdown of Better Call Saul. I've been saying since the episode we saw the black book at the vets that Kim would yeah. use the vacuum cleaner uh, service. Oh. Would be a great way to hide her. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah, there are so many, um, what do you call it? Angles? The... Uh, well, breadcrumbs and just uh, okay. stuff that they have. But that, I mean, it's... Easter just, eggs? That's it. Uh, but you have so many. They are so smart with what they do. Oh, now, yes. it takes... A, they, they really put their time into setting it up. Oh, my God, do they but ever. They, they take their time. Yeah. Uh, but, but it does they, pay they off. They deliver. They deliver. And again, I'm going to have to take them at their word. And you, all, you knew there was something afoot when these people in the Game of Thrones were getting interviewed and they're like, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's good. And like, the, yeah. you know, okay, I, I smell BS. Yeah. But every actor and person involved in that show said, you, don't, you will not see this coming, mm-hmm. and they, hit, they cover everything is uh, taken care of, and, and it's a tr- tremendous job how they did this to close it. Also, Dave points out it would give the writers a great way to expand Kim's character 
even more. Who knows? You could have another spinoff about this show. Can't wait. Five weeks from tonight. Those mm-hmm. are great props. Awesome props. Great props. Up next, NHL with uh, Eddie Olchick. Are we looking at the uh, gentleman's sweep? Or is this thing over with tonight? We'll ask him coming up next. The Sports Betting Network. Jeff Siegel coming off a winning Preakness pick, and you get a $25 free bet to follow him in Saturday's Belmont. All you have to do is sign up for First Bet, the preferred horse uh, racing app of VEASAN. Go to VEASAN.com slash horses for the offer. Code LV Belmont. Again, LV Belmont. See if Jeff can do it again at First Bet. Eddie O joins us now. Eddie Olchek, TNT's lead game analyst for the NHL and NBC Sports Horse Racing Analyst. Uh, thanks for the time, my friend. So what do you think here? If if Colorado can finish them off 6-0 and on the road, or can Edmonton send it back to Colorado? Yeah, well, Paul, it's great to be with you guys. Always uh, always a pleasure. I hope you're both doing well. Look at it. It sure, it sure looks like it's it's setting up with uh, with Noah Vander Kane. Uh, yeah, Bryce looks like he is he is banged up. It certainly looks like this is you know for Colorado to you know end this in in four games and uh, like they did in in round one against Nashville. But remember, they did have an opportunity to take out the St. Louis Blues in round two in game five at home, and they had a big lead, and St. Louis came back and eventually forced the game six, and then, as you mentioned, Polly, how good they've been on the road. So it, it looks like, uh, with what I said about Edmonton, uh, who all of a sudden is just having a really tough time finishing off opportunities, mm-hmm. and Colorado has all the momentum. So as you guys know, uh, you know when yep. you get into these situations, regardless of the sport, uh, trends are what they are, and it certainly looks like it's trending into a situation where Colorado is going to be on their way to the Stanley Cup final. Are you surprised with the the, the scoring the last two games and and the defense Colorado? I mean, the shutout in Game Two with a backup goalie. I mean, you had the great line in Game One that the goals against in this series could rival the <laughs> gas prices here, but yeah. now we've had four yeah. nothing and four two. Yeah, well, I mean. You know, look at Mike Smith. Mike Smith will probably his goals against average will probably be higher than uh, California's gas prices right now in this series. Okay. I mean, by the time this series is over, but um, you know what, Paulie? If, if you look at how these games have started, like just and, and I worked game two. Like Devon Taves, the defenseman for Colorado Avalanche, had a breakaway thirty seconds into the game. Like it could have been, yeah, the game could have been three to one. Now I think you got to tip your hockey helmet to the goaltenders. Because they've they've rebounded here, and Pavel Francouz, the backup for the Avalanche, has come in and, and has done obviously a very very nice job. So I think the goaltending has has offset a lot of the chance. Both teams are getting chances. I, I mean, game one was an adjustment. Like it, it, those were neither team. I think I said before the game one was that neither team had seen a team like the other with that how you know, how quick they are, how open that they can play. And I think it's still been that way. And I know the scores have come down dramatically, but there have been the chances. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're not as much as they were obviously in game one, but they have been very high in the goaltenders. Mike Smith, like I said, in game two, I mean, he could have 
you know, given up two or three like he did in the second period, and Edmonton just wasn't able to. Edmonton was out of gas in game two. They look like, I mean, they they look like how yeah. I played for 16 years in a National Hockey League where it felt like my legs were a baggage claim every night. Like, it's just one of those things where you just, you know, like you just, they just didn't have it. So, they you know, they probably deserved a little bit better, better offense in game three. But that's just kind of the way it goes sometimes. So I'm expecting, uh, I'm expecting a few more pucks in the back of the net here tonight. I was going to say, well, maybe that speaks to your point, though, Eddie, because they scored that quick one with uh, Connor, 38 seconds in, and that, yeah. that was pretty much it for the rest of the game. Well, right, but what happened there, though, Mitch, is let's not forget, 30, 34, five seconds later, Evander Kane just absolutely takes the, mm-hmm. the air out of the building. Yep. Like, yep. like that, that yep. can't happen. Like when you get... I mean, that would almost, you know, I don't even know how I would describe it in a, in a, in, you know, maybe in a baseball game where like the first pitch of the game, a guy goes yard. And then all of a sudden, you know, the next pitch is high in and the guy charges the mound and then all help. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, they had all the momentum. And, and when you go and you do something that is, it was, was reckless and selfish, like it just, it it changes momentum. I'll, I'll take it a step further. Go back to round one, and, and I don't know if we're going to get to the Rangers or not, but yeah. think about it in round one. The Rangers and Penguins were in game six. Yep. The Penguins were up three games to two in the series. They were up two to nothing in the second period. Yep. And all of a sudden, uh, Evan Rodriguez takes a bad penalty, retaliation penalty. He cross-checks or punches uh, Ryan Lindgren in the face after getting hit from behind. The moment Zibanejad, I think, scored four or five seconds later, and that was it. That was the game. All the momentum. So again, I just go back to this game three here in Edmonton. They got the early goal, Mitch, as you mentioned, and then all of a sudden it's like, now we got to go and kill a penalty. Like I, I, I know it was a five, a hundred percent five minute penalty. Like, I thought it was a five minute game, and you know, I know we got one game suspension, but to me, that that changed. That changed the. I, my, I believe. No, I, good call. I, that changed the outcome in that first period with that penalty. You want a cup in '94? You know about the magic of Madison Square Garden. Can the Rangers do it now? Eight in a row, they've won at home, and the only home loss was controversial. Uh, what do you think right. of the, the series now here? And, and Tampa was great. Igor was fantastic, and every goal except the game winner on the power play. But what do you see in this series moving forward? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna have to weather the storm there. Uh, tomorrow night there's no there's no doubt they're gonna have to be way better defensively they they gave up way too many chances and and you know now now you start looking at all the hockey that they have played and you know it's just kind of they've been in those series right where carolina was a homer series until they got to game seven and just was just a little bit better uh you know in, in in that series over you know auntie ronta at the end of the day so you know, Tampa's just got that resiliency. I saw I was watching you guys a little bit earlier and just, you know, just how good they've been after losses and whatever. And I know that streak eventually came to an end in game two at the Garden. But, you know, the Rangers have that little bit of something. They do have that swagger, right? They got the guy in goal. They got Fox on, on the back end. And they got Zibanejad and Panarin, who seem to be playing at another level. But Tampa Bay is... Uh, they played a little bit more physical yesterday. If Tampa is going to win this series, they are going to need way more from a couple of their center icemen and Anthony Sorelli and Nick Paul. I know Nick Paul's got three goals and two of them were in game seven against the Leafs back earlier in the playoffs. But if they're going to win this, if they're going to win this series, they're going to need one of those two guys to get on a score sheet offensively, because at least to this point, it's been one of their Achilles heels, obviously since Braden point got hurt. Now I know they swept Florida, but, 
the Rangers are a different animal because they have depth at the center ice position. Benajad's got ten or eleven goals, whatever the hell he has. So, yeah, uh, right. but it's I think I think I think this series is certainly going to get to at least six games, and then who in the hell knows from that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I mean dollar seventy five by the way uh, on Tampa Bay for Game Four. That to me feels yeah, like a I, touch I thought high. That was a, I thought that was a li- I thought it was a little high, but I mean certainly I guess if you kind of if you wait and you dig a little bit and you know you you feel like there's an opportunity somewhere, um, you know Tampa to me. I mean I, I believe in momentum. I, I do. I know a lot of hockey people don't, um, but I, I do believe in it. And now I think you just you just put a little bit of doubt and the way the game went right. Two nothing lead. Sure. It seemed like the Rangers had it going. With you know, people sitting there saying, "Oh, there's no way that Tampa's going to get three goals on Shesterkin here the last half of the game." And all of a sudden, you get the the power play goal by Kucherov. And and I was listening to the clip you guys play with Davey Michigan, and and that was Phil Esposito, by the way, doing color next to him. And he, he mentioned the pass by yeah. Kucherov at the end of the game to Palat. Uh, that that was a brilliant play by a brilliant hockey player. So we got ourselves a series, I believe, with Tampa and New York. Can you tell our listeners about your book? Yeah, well, it's uh, a lot of uh, a lot of hockey stories, a lot of horse racing stories uh, with my uh, my passion and love for horse racing. But a lot of it is is tied into my battle with stage three colon cancer, uh, Polly and Mitch, which I was diagnosed almost five years ago on August the 4th, uh, 2017. And uh, my life changed, my family's life changed. And as I say in the book, uh, I- I'm glad I'm the one that was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer and-, and learning as much as I have now. And-, and I hope that I can inspire one person with the way that I battled and-, and, uh, and-, and help them either get through it, stay away from it, or just to let them know that uh, caretakers and caregivers are a big part of this. And we have to make sure we're taking care of them. So it's uh it's, uh, I'd like to think uh, I'm helping somebody in hockey. You know, like I said, the hockey part of it is great. And, of course, there's some interesting uh, gambling stories and, and, and what, ha- what have you with horse racing. But really the heart of it is, is uh, my battle through stage three colon cancer. And uh, I, pr- I proved to myself I'm way tougher than I ever thought what, uh, that I was. And, and I'm hoping that people will look at it and read it and say, hey, if, if that old broken-down hockey player and horse player can get through it, well, then I can get through it, too. So I appreciate you guys uh, help uh, promoting the book, and I'm proud of it. As some of my former friends said, uh, have said, uh, Mitch and Pauly, are there crayons with this book? No, there are no crayons with this book. <laughs> That's good. Excellent. Good work. Do uh, you have a Belmont pick? No, nah, it's a little early. I want to see these posters okay, okay. going a mile and a mile and a hook. Yeah, you guys want to text me on Friday? Yeah, we'll do. Sure. I know. I know. I know. Jeff's been on a roll there. I heard you promoting Jeff uh, earlier before you brought me on, but mm. it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, the weather will be nice, and uh, I'm not sure when my vacation's going to start because once this series is over with Edmonton and uh, Colorado, then uh, ESPN will take over in the Cup final. So, looking forward to uh, getting on holidays and uh, wearing out my Express Bet account. Yeah. That's for sure. We love having you on. Thanks, Eddie. Okay, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. His book, by the way, is called Beating the Odds in Hockey and in Life. In Pocket plays next. My biggest favorite in the um, entire Major League Baseball season to date. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. 
And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. The guy has an algorithm 
to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. Alrighty. Here we go. Like to call us in pocket plays while we are betting today and beyond. Um, I do have, well, to recap, there was a winner on Friday. This was uh, Diamondbacks Pirates. That was a uh, Brubaker versus Kelly. I gave out the Diamondbacks on uh, the MLB hit and uh, on Twitter, and you, you liked the over, and that was beautiful. Over what, seven and a half. Eight four, I think it was. Yeah, that, that game eventually flew over. That was a buck yeah. fifteen. So that's a winner. Uh, I think you, if you're, you know, a longtime FTM. Army member, you probably realize I don't do this very often in Major League Baseball. For those of you new to the show, I don't bet high-priced favorites very often at all. Uh, but today, and I bet it overnight, I'm on the Astros minus 155 against Robbie Ray and the Mariners. Javier's been oh, sign. Javier's been very good for Houston. They're one of the best teams in baseball again. The Seattle struggles continue, and Robbie Ray is good for, he said, two multi- Double-digit strikeout game so far on the year, right? Fine. But overall, his game log, if you go and break, like, a, a big inning is on the way at some point from the opposing team. And the Astros are the second-best team, for what it's worth, against lefties in all of Major League Baseball. ROI-wise, they're 14-4 and four with a straight-up record. Give me Houston. Minus right. 155. It finally happened. All good things come to an end. What a run it was. Historic run in, in any sport. The 18 in a row off a loss for the Lightning. Game to one end in game two is the Rangers. Rangers should be 9-0 at home. One bad call away from being 9-0. But uh, eight straight home wins for the Rangers. So that was a loser. Uh, pending, let's go. Uh, I'm trying to. Let's have some fun with this. This is good. Will Gus kill Lalo? No minus 120. He's got a whole team. He's got Mike. He's got Tyrus. He's got all those guys that protect him. Why are you going to have a standoff? Like, what, lethal weapon? You want a shot at the title, Jack? I mean, why would Gus go toe-to-toe with Lalo and, and, and kill? I can't see that. No, and I don't, I don't, who, who's to say Lalo dies? That's what's so great about this. How are they going to tie this in and finish this up? I actually, I'm hoping they don't kill the guy. I'm with you. If any villain deserves to, like, live on this show or, like, any recent show, it's him. Yes. He's the ultimate can't villain. Can't see it. I could see. I could see and, Lalo dying, but it, it, not not by Gus. And I'll give you this too. If you're looking for like spinoffs or like future endeavors for the writers and the creators of this show, you would not want to build one around Lalo. We talked about Kim earlier. Something. Lalo, absolutely. The, the guy's amazing. Dry sidle to score tonight. No goal minus 130, 135. Depends where you shop. It's 135 at William Hill. Play that again. And then the pending in Igor, we trust. Uh, Rangers 15 to one to win the East. The Great uh, prop at Bet Rivers, more threes, Splash Brothers against Tatum and Brown, and then the Warriors 150 to win the series. You know how it is after last night? Because I know Tatum at six. I think it was close. Well, Curry went nuts again last night. But Thompson hit one. You're gonna Curry's gonna have to carry this prop for you. Yeah, which I was I I like that though. That's what I thought it was gonna be going in. And Parker presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. A couple of good thoughts from Eddie O. One point he made during the break, you know, and I, I agree with Cooper about how they look at this goaltender interference. And the, how about the the acting job by Shesterkin on the sure. first one? Sure, throws flying, throws the stick in the air. Come on, he barely touched you, right? And then led to a power play goal on both of them. Um, but the other thing, and when we preview the Stanley Cup final with Eddie, you know, we talked to Shane Hindi 
about the bill the Bruins had in 2011. Can you imagine what the Rangers did? And I, I bet Eddie didn't pay for a drink for a year when the Rangers won at 94. How they were beloved. And they, you, they ended the long drought. Ended the drought. And the, it was great. The people loved that. They owned that city. Yes. After they won. And that had everything. Messier with the guarantee. Yeah, oh, my comeback, God. The Mateau goal. The drama. The, the great seven-game series against the, the National Anthem. Canucks. Oh, yeah, how loud How loud that arena was. Yes, and this is, Dan, you can put this up if you have it. Matt sent this in, and we'll do this Thursday, too, with Mike Baum. The act of content management and what I asked for Sunday night baseball in the NBA Finals yesterday. They said they don't get the channel. I said, can I help you out? They said, no, we're not allowed. I said, okay, I'm not allowed to stay here then. Minimum tip is expected. Sad state of affairs. Mike Palm would be disappointed in Derek Stevens. Look at this. There are five TVs. No, four, no, there no. Are four. There are four TVs. Two of them are off. The other one where the, you know, the, the event that was on, whatever that was on is now over, so there's nothing on the direct TV. And then there's some, I don't know what it is. We've got a show on about uh, houses or what. A real estate. Uh, I think it's probably like do-it-yourself right, programming. Who the on. hell knows? No, we, actually, it, Paul, there are five TVs. Four of them are right. off. The one to the far right has like a oh, floating, a floating right. logo of like Major League Baseball or something. I don't know what that is. Yeah, there's another one. There are five. Five of them. It's four the, of them are off. Oh, It's a sports bar? It's Cubs, mm. Cardinals, and the NBA Finals. We don't get the channel. You don't get ESPN? ABC? <laughs> you know, Can I? I love this. What? Okay, let me help you. No, you're not allowed. You're not allowed. Not allowed. What do you mean, not allowed? And then he said, I'm not allowed to stay here. Bye-bye. <laughs> Good job, Matt. You, you, you immediately bail. Travesty in America. That's so unfortunate. Oh, Look at that. God. Hey, welcome in, guys. Can I get you something to drink? Sure. And then can you maybe do something about the TVs? We're here to watch the games. Games? Now, ESPN, what's that? We don't get that. Why would we get a game two of the NBA Finals? It's on ABC. No, I don't get ABC here. And a guy who goes to the same spot on every – he plays uh, uh, gin rummy with his buddy. They play for money. They go and they have a libation or two, a little, little wings. That's their spot, though, on Fridays. He says every time he goes in there, and there's TVs everywhere, and they fancy themselves as kind of a new sports yeah. bar. There's the Weather Channel on and Fox News. It's like, how would that, why does that wind up on your TV? Yeah, why is on, it on? On these. Right. Weather, how? So more people go to a sports bar and re- request those two channels than the actual games? And then he asks, Impossible. yeah, and then you ask for like a, a Dodger game and it's like, you know, like you're asking for a kidney. Forget about it. It's why going What's back to going the whole on? discussion about Thursday night football on Amazon. Oh, sure. Get ready for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Major League Baseball today, like I said, I'm on the Astros you did not have Red Sox in pocket. Are you thinking about adding them? It's Waka against Syndergaard. 11-game losing streak for the Angels. Red Sox now are suddenly hot. Yeah. That can happen when you go to Oakland. Um, Syndergaard's well, hot home... hot period. They're 500 no, no, now. But they that's... Home road splits for Syndergaard are night yeah. and day. Away, he's a travesty. 1-3, 7.88 ERA at home, 3-0 and with a 1-4-8. No, I don't want the Angels. But the point you made, too, if you bet them low first five because the bullpen is so bad. Um, I'd lay the run line with the uh, Blue Jays. Who are hot and the Royals just a disaster. Uh, stripling a dollar sixty-five. I'm with you on the Astros. I like the Mets game over. Carrasco and Snell like that over seven. Mets offense. These numbers. Come on. Uh, Number two in run differential. Third in runs. First in batting average. Uh, Snell's been bad this year. Uh, Alonzo sixteen home runs. Leads the league in RBIs. Leads the team in total bases. They were great over the weekend. The last two games, at least in the Dodgers series, they roughed up Bueller. Lindor's having a good year. I just don't think you can put up a seven here. 
I can't wait pitchers. to see what that owner is going to do at the deadline. Yeah. Right? Of all of all the teams like at or near the top of their divisions right now, I can't wait to see what the Mets are going to do because this guy is all in and he wants to make it happen. So does he go completely overboard by saying, yeah, we're going to get another starter, we're going to add another bat, and uh, the bullpen's going to get some help as well. It's also an ego thing, too, about owning the headlines in that city. I mean, that, that, that's a great thing going on right now with the two New York teams. Oh, yes, it is. Like The, great, the Mets are an unbelievable story. When you got the Yankees, don't lose. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the 25 games over, whatever it is. So that's, yeah, go out and go for it. You're right there. You're I can't right believe... Oh, the Dodgers, you can the, beat the Dodgers, no problem. The, yeah, the, I don't think the Dodgers are a great team this year. They're very good. Right. I don't think they're one of these teams that we've seen in recent years. Offense can be very good. Kershaw's I, old, he's hurt. Bueller's I, had a bad year. Urias off to a slow start. Oh, by the way, if I have DeGrom and Scherzer going, yeah, when I, healthy, I, yeah. I, I have questions about the starting staff, for sure. And even a Bassett in my number three, I'll take that. And you know what they're going to do come playoff time? If, if, if let, Let's say Gonsolin's 21-4, and four, Yeah. and he's got great numbers overall. He will go to the playoffs. Well, the Dodgers, they'll, they'll go Bueller 1, Urias 2, Kershaw 3. That'll pro- probably be the mindset. They've earned it. They got to be our guys. Yeah. Okay. All right. Colorado finishes it tonight, though. I would also, okay. And I would also I take a peek again. Shop around. If you can find Cardinals plus 250 to win the National League Central, I don't get it. The Brewers are minus $4 at some spots today. Yeah. Shop around on the Astros, too. I've saw, I, I saw $3 over the weekend. I, it's, there's a $4.50 and there's a $7. As high as $7. So with this 11-game slide here by the Angels. Uh, we're getting messages oh. right now on this. There's a big difference in the Astros. This is from Scott. He's uh, looking globally. Oh, and this is actually a book that you can find in some spots back east. Astros, $3 today. Oh, my division. God. It's 7 at William Hill? Yeah, big, <laughs> big, I'd say $3 is actually. Oh, come on. Eight and a half game lead? Yeah, and by the way, you can parlay these division numbers, uh-huh. too, to make it maybe a little bit more interesting. So, all right, that's it for us today. There Look at that. Let's go get the surfboard out, huh? <laughs> hey, come on, buddy. Let's go for a little spin. If you thought there was a sports betting offseason, think again. Our VEASAN sports betting experts are working 24-7 to keep you informed on every sport on the schedule. The over pays the same for a baseball game or a football championship, and our team grinds year-round to help improve your betting eye, to help improve your betting eye, to help improve your betting eye, to help improve... If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. 
I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math and Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math and Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.